Hey, this is Matt Stacy, youth pastor at New Life, and this is our podcast. I hope that the preaching and teaching you listen to here encourages you and strengthens you in your walk with God. This podcast is a ministry of New Life, and as such, is completely free to the listener. That being said, if you feel led to give to this ministry, we want to make that available to you. You can text GIVE to 833-793-0451. You can also give online through the Tithely app by searching New Life Tabernacle. Thank you, and we hope you enjoy the message. Isn't he wonderful? Hallelujah, hallelujah. Oh, I'm thankful for the touch of the Lord. I'm thankful for the presence of the Lord. Amen, amen. The presence of the Lord. Amen. How many know that the Lord can be trusted? Hallelujah. He can be trusted. My confidence, my hope, my faith is in Him. Amen. And God has not brought us this far. Amen. To quit taking care of us at this point. Amen. Hallelujah. Is there uncertainty? For certain there is. Amen. Most of us in our lifetime has probably never felt such uncertainty as we feel right now with what's going on in the world around us. Amen. But one thing we can be assured of, amen, is God is in control. Amen. God is in control. Praise God. We put our trust in Him. We put our confidence in Him. Praise God. Amen. Amen. I'm thankful for the presence of the Lord. Amen. It, it's in His presence that anything can happen. In His presence, Amen. Healing can take place. Amen. Salvation takes place. Praise God. I'm thankful for the presence of the Lord. Thankful for the presence of the Lord. Amen. Amen. It is so good to be in the house of the Lord this morning. It's good to see all of you. Amen. We're thankful. Addison is here, all of her family. Addison's going to be getting baptized here in just a little while. We thank the Lord for what He's doing in her life. Amen. Praise God. It's great to see Lane and Lauren. all Lauren's family, as well as Addison. Glad all of you are here. Praise God. We're just thankful for the Lord for what He's doing. I mean, believe the Lord's still working. Amen. The Lord's still working. um, He's not even 
close to finish. Praise God. Amen. And I put my trust and confidence in Him. The book of 1 Samuel, the 17th chapter. 1 Samuel chapter 17. Bring to you a word from the Lord that I just feel in my spirit today. Probably one of the most familiar stories in all of the Word of God. That if you spend any time in Sunday school, you've heard this story numerous times. Um, I just feel like it has some relevance in our life today. First Samuel chapter 17. Verse number 1, First Samuel chapter 17, verse number 1. Now the Philistines gathered together their armies to battle and were gathered together at Shokah, which belongeth to Judah, and pitched between Shokah and Azekah in Ephesdemim. Saul and the men of Israel were gathered together, pitched by the valley of Elah, and set the battle in array against the Philistines. The Philistines stood on the mountain on the one side, Israel stood on a mountain on the other side, and there was a valley between them. And there went out a champion out of the camp of the Philistines named Goliath of Gath whose height was six cubits and a span. He had a helmet of brass upon his head. He was armed with a coat of mail. The weight of the coat was 5,000 shekels of brass. He had graves of brass upon his legs, target of brass between his shoulders. The staff of his spear was like a weaver's beam. His spear's head weighed 600 shekels of iron and one bearing a shield went before him he stood and cried unto the armies of Israel and said unto them why are you come out to set your battle in array am not I a Philistine and ye servants to Saul choose you a man for you let him come down to me if ye be able to fight with me and to kill me, then will be your servants, we be your servants. But if I prevail against him and kill him, then shall ye be our servants and serve us. And the Philistine said, I defy the armies of Israel this day. Give me a man that we might fight together. Saul and all of Israel heard those words of the Philistines. They were dismayed and greatly afraid. I want to talk to us this morning from this subject. Afraid of the giant. 
afraid of the giants. Amen. Can we just look to the Lord and ask Him to help us this morning? Lord, we love you. We are so thankful. We're thankful for your word today. Lord, we're thankful for the moving of your spirit that we feel in this place today. Lord, I pray that you would speak to us today. Open our understanding to your word. Lord Jesus, I pray that there would be an anointing that would rest upon us today. Lord, let your spirit go forth and break every yoke. God, I pray, Lord, that you would touch and minister in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Praise God. Praise God. Amen. God bless you. You may be seated. Amen. Afraid of the giants. It's already been said this past week has been a just a disturbing, uncomfortable feeling that has seemed to grip most of us. As we look around and we see the things that's going on in the world around us and it it brings a lot of discomfort and it brings a lot of uh, of, of of unsureness and it it brings a lot of, of of uncertainty in our lives uncertain of what's going to happen tomorrow uncertain of what's going to happen in the coming weeks and the the the, the coming months and and years and 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 we just feel that there is just something happening in uh, the realm of the spirit that 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 we are just trying to grasp and trying to wrap our minds around and i i believe that we are dealing with uh uh, uh fear and and intimidation and and just a little bit of animosity of just the uncertainty of what surrounds us and what tomorrow holds and 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 as we look at this and we look at what's going on in the world around us i want to make it clear that i believe that we are most definitely involved in a spiritual battle. Amen. Whether we're willing to admit it or not, but there is an assault of hell upon amen, the saint of God, upon the church of the living God. Amen. More than ever before, there is a call to get your armor on and, and to put the whole armor of God upon, amen, the child or the life of a believer. Amen. As we look into the Word of God, we find that this Bible gives us clear direction. Amen. And it's relevant for this day and in this hour. You've heard me uh, say throughout this past year as we've faced unprecedented event after another as things have happened and things have gone wrong uh, amen but at uh, time after time uh, I've come to
to this pulpit and I've reminded you that 2020 did not catch God off guard. Amen. 2020 didn't catch God by surprise. We may have been caught by surprise and we may have been shocked by some of the things that we've watched unfold in our world around us over the past several months. But God has not been caught by surprise. God knows exactly what's going on and He is still in control. But as we look at this and we see what's going on in the world around us, we look to the Word of God and it's in His Word that the Bible tells us that, that, that we find direction and we find help and we find hope. He meant in the book of 1 Corinthians chapter 10, He tells us that all these things happened unto them for insanity. Samples, and they're written for our admonition upon whom the ends of the world were framed. Amen. Everything in the Word of God is for your benefit. Everything in the Word of God is for your, amen, example, for your instruction, for your correction, for your help, for your hope. Amen. And so we look at the Word of the Lord this morning and we look at the life of David and we find this story of David and Goliath in the Word of God. Amen. It was there for a purpose. And it was there to help us to understand that though we may face uncertainty and though we may face giants in our life, there is a God that is greater than any difficulty that we may encounter. There is a God that is greater than any difficulty that you may come up against. Amen. We understand today that we're not fighting against flesh and blood. We're not fighting against political parties. But we are fighting a spiritual battle for this nation. We're fighting a spiritual battle and I've just come to remind the church today that God is still in control of the battle. Oh, hallelujah. It's not about location and it's not about this place and that place, but it's about a battle in the spirit world. But Jesus told us in John chapter 16, He says, These things have I spoken to you that in me ye might have peace. Can I tell you, if there's anything you need today is you need to get into the Word of God and find the peace that comes only from His Word. That comes only from the mighty God in Christ. There's peace that comes in Him. It's not the will of God for you to be all torn up emotionally. It's not the will of God for you to be living full of 
fear, uh, full of anxiety, uh, for you to be living uh, afraid of what's going to happen tomorrow. Uh, But can I tell you, I have peace. uh, Not because of what I see in the world, uh, but because of what I see uh, in the Word. It's His Word that brings peace. It's His Word that brings hope. It's His Word that gives me the strength that I need. He meant to make it through this day. Oh, hallelujah to God. I find peace. I find hope. I find help through the Word of God. He goes on and He said, In the world, you see, I'll have tribulation." Tribulation is not a new thing. Trouble and difficulty is not a new thing. In this world, you're going to have tribulation. But he also goes on and he says, be of good cheer. That's a difficult thing. Be happy about tribulation. He said, be of good cheer. Right after he tells us you're going to have tribulation in the world. But he says, be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. Oh, hallelujah to God. How can I be full of peace? How can I be happy about what's going on? It's when I understand that God has overcome the world. Amen. Jesus is still the overcomer. Oh, hallelujah to God. I have hope today. I have peace today because He has overcome. Hallelujah. Romans chapter 8, verse 37. He says, In all these things we're more than conquerors through Him that loved us. He said, I am persuaded that neither death nor life nor angels nor principalities nor powers nor things present, present circumstances, nor things to come. I don't know what's going to happen next week. I don't know what's going to happen in the coming weeks. But he said those things present, those things that are coming that I can't even see yet. He meant all of these things, nor height, nor death, nor any creature, there's none of them that can separate me from the love of God. I'm talking today, I have peace because I know in whom I believe. Oh, hallelujah to God. First John chapter 4, he says, Greater is he that is in what? In me. Greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. Can I tell you, there's a reason. He man that he filled you with his spirit. He man. And that wasn't just so you could boast and say, I'm a tongue talker. That wasn't just so you can go, he man, and have to be. feel good about goosebumps it wasn't about what you could feel but it was so that you could be an overcomer greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world can I tell you I'm going to make it because Jesus is on my side I'm going to make it because he's filled me with his spirit oh hallelujah sometimes we just got to be reminded of the word of God 
Hallelujah. It ought to be the first place we go when our world's falling apart. Amen. Prayer ought to be the first place we go when our world's falling apart. The problem is, is we try everything else first. And when nothing else works, then we'll say, well, maybe I'll try God. Can I tell you, if somehow it would be our first place. If I'd just go to God first. If I'd go to His Word first. Hallelujah. It's His Word. Hallelujah. There's power in the Word. The problem is... As we look into the Word of God, we find that the army of the Philistines was gathered together. And we find that the army of Saul, the army of Israel, they had set their battle in array. And so they were gathered together and there was a standoff, if you will. Amen. You ever seen two guys fighting? And it's just like all they, all they want to do is, they don't nobody really want to fight too bad, but they just want to, just kind of, you ever, you ever seen that kind of thing going on? It's like nobody really wants to get involved, but everybody wants to be ready to fight. Amen. You know what I'm talking about? That's what was going on with the armies of Israel. The army of the Philistines, they were just kind of sp- sparred off at each other, but they were squared off, if you will. Uh, nobody really wanted to do anything. And we find as we look into that, uh, amen, uh, if we're not careful, when the enemy begins to square off uh, in our lives, we often try to fix a spiritual situation with carnal methods. That's why I said a minute ago, we try everything else before we try the Word. We turn to everything else before we turn to prayer. We try to fix spiritual issues with carnal messages. We try money, and we think money might fix it. Maybe we try to lose ourselves in work. If I'll just work harder, that'll take care of it. Maybe if I can just get a new job, then, then that may make me feel better. Maybe if I just get a new house or a new car or what, what, something else to change. And, and we start looking at all of the things uh, that we can change and that we can do different and we can try to fix and, uh, and, and, and we can try to do it all in, in our own doing. But, but nothing that we try seems uh, to work. Uh, amen. Uh, when God is trying to move uh, in your life, uh, there's nothing else that is going to solve the problem. Amen. When God is trying to work in your life, the only answer you're going to have is yes, Lord. Amen. When God's trying to talk in your life, when God's trying to work in your life, Amen. You can try to soothe it every which way, but when God's stirring your night of sleep, when God 
God's trying to talk to you in the evening time, when God's trying to work in your life, amen, you can run, but you can't hide. You can do everything you can to try to make yourself feel better about what's going on. But when God's trying to talk in your life, the only thing that you can do is respond to the moving of His Spirit. Hallelujah. Once you've had a relationship with God, once you know the power of God, and once you've understood the voice of God, Amen. You can try to get away from it. You can try to push it aside. You can try to turn it aside. But I've come to remind and tell somebody to tell you, when God's speaking into your life, Amen, you're not going to find peace until you respond to the voice of God. In your life. Hallelujah to God. Amen. That wasn't really my message, but I just kind of threw that in for what it's worth. The armies were in array. They were on each side. And as they began to face each other, The Bible lets us know in the verse that we stopped reading that they were dismayed and that they were afraid. Now there's not anything quite as crippling as fear. Amen. Fear has a way of tormenting our life. Fear has a way of controlling our life. Fear makes people do things that they ordinarily wouldn't do. Amen. But fear just has a way of working in our life. And the Bible tells us that the armies of Saul were afraid. Amen. They were afraid for good reason. As the Scripture begins to describe what they were up against, It describes this giant. The giant Goliath, the Bible tells us, nine feet, nine inches tall. That's a pretty big man. That's probably somewhere about the height of that that trough right there away from me. When I've got that kind of man coming up against me on my best day, that's just not going to work. It just don't add up. They had reason to be afraid. They had reason to be concerned. And then when you start reading about his armor, a coat of mail, His coat weighed 126 pounds. From head to his chest, his legs, they were encased in bronze. A huge spear, the weaver's beam. Rick, if you look into Scripture, the head of that spear weighed some 15 pounds. They say it was some eight feet long as you look 
at this. It was an armor bearer that carried a massive shield for him. They had reason to be concerned. This was a, a giant. Goliath was described as their champion. And, and, and we find as we look into the Word of God, he, man, they were pulling out all the stops. And it was all the way down. And they said as Goliath would come and he would defy the armies of Israel and he would taunt them and he would say, we're going to have a fight and it's for all the marbles, if you will. If we win, you're going to serve us. And if you win, you, uh, we will serve you. Amen. And so the battle was going back and forth. Amen. And they knew that they were in a dilemma. Amen. They knew that there was no win to this situation. And so they were full of fear and they were full of intimidation and they didn't know which way to turn. Amen. Every day this continued to happen every day amen the same thing happened and he would come and he would begin to taunt and he would begin to ridicule and to mock amen I'm not here today preaching to you that you're going to face your own nine foot giant amen but what I am here to remind you is there's still giants in our day giants that we're going to face giants that we're up against amen what am I talking about I'm talking about that feeling of hopelessness when we look around and we don't know which way to turn and we look and we see there's no favorable outcome that I can see in this situation amen and I just kind of feel like that's where we're at at this moment we feel like we're facing a giant and there's no way to overcome. Amen. Life just has a way of bringing giants into our life. Things that happens. Amen. And I could begin to name giants that some of you are facing in this situation. Some of you are facing giants of hurt and disappointment and things that have happened in your past and they're giants and it looks like it's going to destroy you and you don't know which way to turn and you don't know where to go from here things that are happening and you want to feel better and you want to feel healing and you want to feel his touch but you don't know where to turn and all you see is a giant that says you're going to be destroyed but I have come to preach to you today you don't have to be afraid of the giant you don't have to be afraid of the enemy greater is he that is in you oh hallelujah somebody needs to get a hold of faith today and understand this battle is not mine it belongs to the Lord hallelujah as David he came on the scene. 
He meant, and his brothers were so afraid. He meant that they looked at him and they tried to attack him. He meant, what are you doing, David? David looked around and he said, I don't know, but I just wasn't raised like that. He meant, I just can't take it to hear the armies of Israel, the armies of the living God be defied like that. I just can't take it. Amen. And David rose up and he looked at his brothers and he said those famous words, is there not a cause? I've come to remind somebody today in the spirit realm, somebody needs to rise up with your voice and declare, is there not a cause? I'm not going to take it sitting down. I might be facing a giant, but I understand the power of God. He man making his long story short, he meant David went to, to, to Saul. Saul tried to equip him with his, his, his armor. David said, nah, I can't take that. He meant that's not been proven. You don't go to battle with unproven armor. He meant you don't go changing your armor. In the middle of the battle. That's a whole other message. He meant it's not time to change what you believe in 2021. It's not time to try to change and rewrite the Word of God. They're doing everything they can to rewrite history right before our eyes. They're doing everything they can to try and change history. It's not time to try to rewrite the Word of God, but it's time to just get back into the Word of God and to know the Word of God and understand what worked yesterday still works today. What worked in the Old Testament is still relevant in this day and in this hour. Amen. And so we follow David. He leaves and he said, Hey, I've got a, uh, 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 I've got a, uh, sling. Amen. And I, I mean business. And he goes down and he goes to the brook. And I could wax eloquent this morning on the five smooth stones. And what he chose for those five smooth Stones. But Kylie, you know what? He chose five smooth stones. You know why he chose five? Because he might need them. The first one might not work. It's a big giant. He been. I don't know why he chose five, but he chose five. Uh, he meant they didn't mean F A I T H. That didn't that isn't what all he was doing. Uh, he just chose five smooth stones. Uh, he meant, uh, and when he uh, he meant when he got to face Goliath, he didn't pull the first one out. And say, okay, here comes an F. That's not what he did. But he come to Goliath and he put the stone in his sling. 
And as Goliath was making fun of him, am I a dog that you would come and try, amen, to, to face me? And Goliath began to taunt, amen, and David just began to wind up his sling, amen. And he took the first stone and he began to wind it up. And as he began to face that giant in the eye, amen, he looked at him and he said you come to me with a sword and a spear but I come to you in the name of the Lord of hosts if I can preach anything today to the church there's still power in his name his name is greater there's healing in his name there's salvation in his name there's peace in the name of Jesus I've come today to remind you you don't have to be afraid of the giant there's still power in his name hallelujah there's power in his name his name still works hallelujah to God I've come today amen to remind this body of believers amen we may be in for some uncertain times I don't think we've seen the worst amen I don't think we've seen it all amen there's more that's about to happen right before our eyes I believe that that's what I feel in my spirit but I've come to just tell you today what Whatever happens in this old world, whatever happens in this old world, number one, don't forget, amen, before we're Americans, we're Christians, we're believers, we're a child of God, amen, God's going to take care of his children, amen, but whatever happens in the coming days, whatever happens going on around us, whatever happens in this world around us, I've just come to remind you there's power in the name of Jesus. It may be giants that you're facing. It may be difficulty, uh, amen, that we're facing uh, in the coming days. But I just want to remind you, don't forget your weapon. There's power in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. The name of Jesus can change any circumstance. The name of Jesus can bring peace. Hallelujah. Peace that passes all understanding. He didn't promise you're going to understand everything that happens. He didn't tell us, oh, I'd like to. Dylan, I'd like to ask him, Hey, God, what's going on? I don't understand it. I've been praying for one thing, and it seemed like everything else is what's happened. What's going on? He didn't promise that I would always understand what he's doing. But what he did promise is I could have peace that passes all understanding. Peace because I know he's in control. Hallelujah. Peace because I understand there's power in the name of Jesus. So whatever happens, amen, don't forget you've been armed. 
Amen. The weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through Christ. Mighty. There's power in the name. Let's stand together. Hallelujah. There's power in the name. Hallelujah. There's healing in the name. There's deliverance in the name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. There's salvation in the name. Hallelujah. You come to me with sword and a spear, but I come in the name of the Lord of hosts. Hallelujah. You better get comfortable with that name. I have a feeling you're going to need. You're going to need the name of Jesus. You're going to need the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. There's power in the name. Yes, there's giants. Yes, there's difficulties. Yes, there's uncertain times. But there's power in the name of Jesus.